Hello everyone and welcome to Real Quick episode 34. Today we are going to be reviewing, as requested by our patron Marcellus, The Last Black Man in San Francisco. This is part of our A24 draft a week ago at this point now and I think Cam had been the only one who ever saw it. He didn't even he didn't have it logged on Letterboxd, so Cam finally got a chance to log it. Uh, George and I didn't know you'd seen it. George, Seth, and myself got a chance to watch it, but of course George is missing today. He's not going to be able to make it, but Seth Cam and myself are here to review the movie. First, we got to get a get a disclaimer out of the way. So, on the podcast this week, we mentioned Jonathan Majors and talked about magazine dreams and you know just basically his year that's coming up ahead of him. We filmed that on Saturday before all the allegations and the charges had come out. So, this is being recorded on Sunday, which is after we heard about all the allegations and the charges that came out. So, we just want to say right at the beginning, like obviously disavow everything that he's being charged for we're 100% against it first and foremost all of our thoughts are with the woman who is in the hospital we hope that she's having a good recovery we hope that she's okay um just a very very shitty situation for everyone involved and we we chose to review this movie this week before knowing about any of this and we're still going to review the movie and do justice to reviewing the movie but just have to get that disclaimer out there that like we know the news it's horrible news. All our thoughts right now are with the woman and making sure that she's okay. Since we're recording this on a Sunday, the, all the charges and allegations literally just came out. This is being uploaded on Friday this week, so that's like a lifetime away from right now. So who like there could we, be so we don't much, know. Yeah, yeah. There could be so much more news that comes out. It could there could be news that comes out that makes it like way worse than we know. It could be better than we know. We just don't know where we're at right now on Sunday, but. All we can say definitively right now is really shitty situation. If everything that's come to light is true, then it's just reprehensible, and there's just no defending that. But we just have but so little be. information right now that all we can say right now is we just hope the woman is okay, and we kind of just have to wait and see what else comes out. But we just have to get that out of the way before the review. We're still going to mm. review Last Black Man in San Francisco. Um, we're not going to just like you know knock the movie or review the movie lesser because of that. We just want to say we know what's all been going down. We're, we're acknowledging acknowledging that and just getting that out of the way before we start the review. Um, but with all that being said and that disclaimer set aside, uh, and again, we don't know what new information will come out between when we're filming this and when we're uploading this, but let's get into the actual review of the movie. I don't really... Yeah, for this one, I don't think we need to split it up like spoiler, non-spoiler. I wouldn't really say there's like this isn't the type of movie that you can get spoiled or anything, so don't feel you need to withhold anything. But we'll start with Cam because you had seen it already and you just saw it for a second time. Um, what's your overall thoughts on The Last Black Man in San Francisco? Yeah, so sorry again. If you, if you hear my my son yelling, he's just he's just chilling. Um, but like I said, I watched it in, in school. Um, it was quite inebri- inebriated. So I like I remembered like the basic plot and then that like Jonathan Majors was in it. That's about that's about what I remembered. Um and I, I, I remember liking it, but I, I love this movie. Um, yeah. Disclaimer of, you know, if if everything that comes out is true, fuck Jonathan Majors. A lot of our review, and we were talking about this yesterday in the morning, a lot of our review is going to be praising him as an actor in this role because um, he does a very, very good job in this. Um, and I watched this. Was it Friday? Yeah. So I watched this Friday. Um and I think I think you both watched it either yesterday in the in the yesterday, afternoon no. time, yeah. yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, we, we he does great. Jimmy 
uh, Jimmy Fails does great. Um, I didn't realize this was like a not an autobiography, but was like kind of about his life um, or about him. I didn't realize that at first. So that was interesting to read. Um, I said this on the pod. Uh, I I hate that this like five star because I, I gave this movie a 93 out of 100. So like when it gets that close, it's like, should I just move it up to the five star rating? Um, but I didn't. And I think that's mostly because there is a lot of I think Seth mentioned this in his review as well. There's a lot of style in this movie. And sometimes I do feel like the style lacks the substance a little or takes away from the substance just a little. It's not a, it's not an issue for me, like on a major level, but I do think it, you know, takes it from that five-star rating a little bit, but I, I, I absolutely love this movie. I think it's incredibly shot. I think it's like looking at it is beautiful. Uh, um, I think the music's really good. Uh, the, obviously the performances like I touched on, sorry. Um, and then, yeah, that's that's really like my overarching general review. I'll let you guys give your thoughts as well. Yeah, I'll just quickly read the couple sentence synopsis because I forgot to do that. But uh, based on Letterboxd, here's just kind of a quick overview of the movie. Jimmy Fails dreams of reclaiming the Victorian home his grandfather built in the heart of San Francisco. Joined on his quest by his best friend Mont, who's played by Jonathan Majors. Jimmy searches for belonging in a rapidly changing city that seems to have left them behind. Uh, Seth, what are your takeaways on the movie? Yeah, so I obviously this is the first watch, like I said before. Um, I ended up giving it a come, come get a four point five, didn't I? Yeah, I give it a four. Um, it was really, really good. Really liked it. I think I'll get to a, a couple of the negatives I had, but with a film like this, I think a lot of the positives really outweigh the negatives. I think it's a a really touching story on on gentrification um, in the San Francisco area on 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 culture. Um, I think visually it was really, really good. It was kind of vibrant. It was colorful. Um, I think it was laid out really well. And it wasn't like I don't know about I don't know if you, you know you thought this, but I couldn't pinpoint the style to any particular director. You know, because obviously I think this was his his debut. Um, Joe Talbot. That that might be wrong. I think it was. Uh, no, yeah, I believe you're right. Something Talbot. Yes, yeah, you're, um, you're correct, Joe Talbot. Okay, yeah. So with a lot of like director debuts what i often find is it's kind of not derivative in a sense of a negative but you you see the the influence that they the, the kind of get um i didn't really get much from this i got a little bit of kind of spike lee's do the right thing maybe um but i think it was a, such a unique style that i wasn't really used to um really really like the opening setting i think cam mentioned it the music was fantastic um we'll get on to it but i think the end scene was um the kind of the play scene at the end was really great really really good I think my main negatives from this, which are small negatives, because I still give it four stars, so really liked it. I think they they present a lot of ideas, but they kind of for me they presented so many ideas, and they just kind of threw loads of things at a wall and kind of were like, okay, let's let's just see what sticks for people here, which is fine, you know, that's that's a way a lot of filmmakers work. But for me, it was like they they'd have these conversations, and then it wouldn't really lead to anywhere. And I think they were kind of not prioritizing style over substance, but maybe just having these ideas and not really exploring them. But I, I think I said this in my review, I think everything else, you know, the, the, the performances, which we'll get into, I don't think I need to do a disclaimer on Jonathan Majors, you know, if he did it, he's a, you know, whatever, but if he didn't, whatever, we'll not go into that anymore, but he was amazing. Um, remind me of the guy's name. What was he going uh, Jimmy Fails. Jimmy Fails. Yeah, he was also great. Performances across the board, really good. Colourful, vibrant, beautiful looking. Music was great stylistically. I, I couldn't really spot in, um, an inspiration from it, but I think it, it looked... Cinematography was incredible. I think stylistically really worked. Um, and I think that made up for the lack of idea exploration, um, which was my only kind of negative, my, my only drawback. Um, 
but yeah, really enjoyed it. Four out of five. Liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think uh, like like Seth was saying, I think Joe Talbot had a lot he was trying to say with this movie. I think the theme of like gentrification really worked for me. I think he knocked that one out of yeah. the park. Same. But I think there's a lot of other ideas that were a little more half baked. But I think on the gentrification side, if you like just try to stick with ta- with tackling that, would have been a lot more complete of a narrative. But yeah, like you mentioned, this this movie is very stylistic, and something about the style that Talbot was able to bring to this movie just scratched my just scratched my brain just the right way. Um, I wouldn't say it's exactly like a Wes Anderson movie, but it was like the similar similar part of my brain was scratched by this. That that was a Wes Anderson movie, just like oozing yeah. with style, no, a little quirky, um, some shades of like Adam McKay in there too, kind of with the whole gentrification thing of just like being so over the top <laughs> satire. Um, like mm-hmm. when like the the tour groups coming by and he's on his roof, like that whole yeah. interactions, like that yeah. just felt very Adam McKay. So I can see what Seth is saying that like all, you can feel a lot of the influences from other directors. Um, but th- that's the first thing I thought is just like especially the first like ten minutes and it kind of carried that style throughout the rest of the movie. It just was hitting the part of brain, satisfying the part of my brain that usually only gets satisfied by like a Wes Anderson, which is such like a unique quirky style. That's so different, but just, like, works. I've seen it um, compared to Moonlight, Barry Jenkins' Moonlight as well, in terms of the way they shot and the vibrancy of it, which I kind of remember. I can see that in terms of, like, the the cinematography and the vibrancy, but I wouldn't... Just the visuals, yeah. Right, yeah, because Moonlight was... I wouldn't say Moonlight was, like, quirky, whereas this, I would call this a little quirky. No, no. Um, But, yeah, no, from a filmmaking side, I really love this. I gave this movie a five-star just because I absolutely loved the style of it and the performances Mm -hmm. were amazing. Um, I think for... 80% 80% of this movie I was watching, I was like, this is a really good movie that I'm really loving the style of. And then the final scene was kind of what just put it over the edge for a five-star for me. The final scene um, of him rowing, whatever you want to call that, like a boat or tugboat or whatever, you know, whatever, the canoe, um, that, that, that like is up there, not like, we talked about it with the Sound of Metal review, how the final scene, Tyler, I think you said like that scene makes the movie which it really does in this i think this one does almost just as well maybe not just as good because i think that's one of my favorite final scenes ever in the sound of metal um but but this one is is up there and i think i agree with you i think it really does add to the movie a ton yeah definitely and yeah there's just not really much i can nitpick from this movie other than what seth is saying with i i do agree that there is a lot trying to be said and i don't think he succeeded in saying everything but all the performances were incredible. Like, obviously, before all the news came out, like I was, like, praising Jonathan Majors for his performance, which still is a great performance. But that's not to take away Jimmy Fails, who I thought was incredible. I just feel like his arc and dialogue he was given just allowed him to stay in, like, the very good, great territory, whereas Jonathan Majors was given some scenes that are, like, the type, you know, an actor craves in order to really push like, the emotion over the top and be, like, a really powerful scene. I didn't really feel like Jimmy Fails ever had a scene like that where he had to do something out of this world acting, but I think everything he did was just really good the whole time. Um, and yeah. obviously those two basically had to carry the movie on their back because so much of it was involved in the narrative on them. And yeah. just, yeah, that whole play scene I loved, the rowing scene. Yeah, I was, I was going to talk, the like, the play scene is something that's, like, you go to and it's 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 almost as if, like, you know, your friend sets up, like, this one-man show because uh, he's got, like, he's got, like, half his face mm-hmm character and half his face the other and he's flipping back and forth and you're like you know if this if this weren't a fantastic performance this would be like the stupidest play ever but yeah it was so damn good that like that's something like you said that an actor kind of craves in the sense they're playing two people 
in one scene and they're doing it as if it's like a one man show play. Um, but, and I, I just, I hate this cause I always feel like, you know, just news coming out. I feel like I always have to dis- give the disclaimer, which sucks, but um, we've done it already. Yeah, yeah, I know. I know. It just is weird. It's a weird feeling. Um, but like he does so damn well with that one man show that it just like, I think it all, it, I think that scene brings and that and like the final 20 minutes of this movie bring this from like a, you know, high eighties. It probably would have always been a four and a half for me, but from a high eighties to a low nineties, like just so damn good, honestly. Yeah. I think for me, like, um, I thought, I think you mentioned, I think the gentrification side of it actually was done pretty well. I just think when he started to go into other things like uh, masculinity, it felt kind of aim- aimless a lot of the time. A lot of the sequences with those guys, I just thought they're saying a lot without saying much at all, which I added really anything. I don't think that was done that well. And I think when you've got performances as good as Jonathan Majors and Jimmy Fails and also the, the other minor roles were really good as well. I think obviously the characters, um, I think the characters were good. I just think you actually listen to their conversations. They weren't saying that much outside of the usual culture aspects. And I think if it, if he'd have gone for, if Joe Talbot had gone for just a directorial, just a, a film straightly on gentrification on, on culture without delving into these other aspects, such as um, masculinity, uh, male masculinity and stuff like that, I think it would have been a little bit better. It just, sometimes it kind of lost me. Um, and I didn't really know where we were going, but then I do think that films like this may require another watch. A lot of films which which tackle more than one thing require more a warrant more than you know one watch. It just felt kind of like aimless at times and kind of well, we would you know they were just like I said before throwing stuff at walls and seeing what sticks. But I think everything else, the play scene was really great. Uh, Jonathan Majors was fantastic in that, and I really I, I, I was completely enthralled by the by the final scene. I think to be honest, I would have probably gone. Uh, maybe a three point five, if not for the final, the, the, the well, not the final scene, but the, the play sequence. I think that was just great. I thought that was written really well. I also really liked the opening. I did think some of the first hour was a little bit whimsical, I guess. Neither here nor there, but I think it really picked up. Obviously, it was like a two-hour film. I think it really picked up in the second hour. I don't uh, know when it. Sorry to cut you off. Just no, like in the first hour, I think it was when they're when they're. Um... Uh, skateboarding and like it's Jimmy on the front and they're on one skateboard and Monty yeah. Mont's on the back. I, I really love that scene and just kind of like shows like how they see San Francisco. Um, and then there's a later, I think there's Jimmy skateboarding and there's some song that I m- like made note of. I, I know which one you mean, I can't, I can't, I know but I love that scene cause it looks beautiful and the song works so well. And it's just him going through the city on his skateboard I don't know why, but I, I love that scene, and I wish I remembered the song. Um, I looked it up, but I don't think I – thanks, Bailey. I looked it up. Be, I don't think I – That had to be a tough scene to film because, like, Jonathan Majors and Jimmy Fails aren't, like, small guys. And I don't care what size no. you are. Two people skateboarding at once on yeah, one skateboard has right. got to be tough. Normal size skateboard. Yeah. 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 Um, but I just think this is such a cool movie in terms of just the indie vibe of it. So – so sick just because like so joe talbot is a director and he co-wrote this and directed this with his best friend from his childhood jimmy fails who's the star mm-hmm. of the movie and the titular character or the main character of the movie who just goes by his actual real life name and joe talbot's from san francisco he's born and raised there so is jimmy fails so it's just like sweet that jimmy fails is the subject in the movie 
he's also the main actor in the movie. And it's a movie about the city because the movie's about San Francisco itself just as much as it is about Jimmy Fails and uh, yeah. and uh, Jonathan Major's character. So the fact that just like thinking about these two guys just like writing this movie together about the city they grew up in and how it's changing and all the cultural impacts of that, just kind of sweet. Like that's just like what you really look for in an indie film where it's a movie that's these guys' lives. So it's not, you know, they're not coming in and just picking up someone else's story and being like, oh, I can make a great movie about that. There's just like yep. these two guys were best friends growing up in San Francisco and then wrote a movie about it and, and made it and got picked up by A24 and did this, did pretty well Was this a Sundance film? It was, yeah. He won Best this, Director win. prize at it. Okay, Best Director. I don't think it won Best. Yeah, all it says right here is Best Director. So yeah, I, I, I really like not in this movie. I like this Finn Wittrock guy. I see him in a lot of like random things. Yeah, he's in like the Big Short. Uh, he's, and... he's the realtor. Yeah, he's always like a small role. He's in the Big Short. He's in uh, he's in Deep Water, which is a shit movie. Um, but I, but I like him in that, I guess. Uh, well, I guess. He's just a guy that looks good in a nice suit. Yeah, he does. He's in. Uh, he's in. If Beale Street could talk, which is a great oh, movie, yeah, yeah. but a, a very again a very. He's just a very small role in a lot of things, and I feel like he does a good job. Again, he sucks ass in this, but uh, but I like Donny Glover. He, he does. He uh, does Danny well. Glover, I, I like I like Danny Glover as well. He's in some classics. We've heard in so many films. Well, yeah, I think he's. I think he's a pretty well-known actor at this point, but I think he does a good job as a Mont's grandpa. Um, I think I think what takes this movie over the top for me is 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 the acting performances, and I think that's I think um, that's what Tyler said as well, and, and how it looks. Obviously, not really a ton of spoilers other than like the house the house wasn't built by his grandpa. Yeah, there's not really much to go into. I think it's just one of them you have to kind of watch and understand yourself and. I think it's also one of them that requires maybe some sort of personal connection to really love it. I guess well, not requires, but it would help in my in my experience. But I think it was a really really good film. I think technically there's not really many points I can say didn't work on a technical level. I just think some of the writing let it down slightly, but very very slightly. And um, it's definitely definitely one to watch. Uh, but I haven't really got anything else. I don't think that you can really spoil this. Opinion. Right? Yeah, I agree. Like I said at the beginning, I didn't think we'd really need to break it up into spoilers and non-spoilers because it's just kind of one of those movies that. It's a drama, and it's not really a drama that's hinging on a big plot twist or some heartbreaking moment exactly that's going to kind of be the catalyst of the movie. It's just a drama that's about San Francisco and about Jimmy Fails and about life and change and gentrification and uh, masculinity. And it's really like, yeah, there's nothing really spoiled here. I just think it's it's a very solid film. I think, like Seth said, there's some issues that people can have with it, but with all those said, like a... A four, three point five is still kind of the lowest. Like I, anyone can perceive, anyone really going on a movie like this. I don't really see how anyone. Have you looked for the reviews? Uh, is there a lot of people there's that hate some, on it? There's some quite low ones. Yeah, some people. Yeah, really but like that, the biggest one by far is like a four star. That's kind of the main, main average, main review. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Most people, most right people for sure. Like, um, yeah, I don't have anything else to say about it. Cam, do you? Not a lot of fun facts in this one, other than kind of like Jimmy Fails. This is he wrote it, and it's kind of about him. Based on his life, yeah, but that really not a ton of fun facts, other than uh, this movie got a successful 2015 Kickstarter campaign, raised seventy seven thousand. Uh, as of Christmas 2020, none of the contributors had been rewarded, so that stinks. Um, really? Hopefully, hopefully, three years later, maybe they've been rewarded now, but um. Yeah, I don't, I, I don't know. That's the, those are the only fun facts I could find. And obviously, there was a ticking noise at some point or another. I'm sure. <laughs> I didn't well, watch yeah. it. I didn't have anything for this week. 
Yeah, well, we'll leave it at that. So Seth gives it a four to five star. Cam, what do you give it out of 100? You said 93 out of 100? 93, out of yeah, four and a half. And then yeah. I give it a 90 or nine, whew, almost caught me slipping, a 9.6 out of 10 uh, for five star. Um, so yeah, I think I'll definitely rewatch this at some point. Like it's a five star A24 film for me. So we'll see how this ages. But, but yeah, there's our review. Sucks about Jonathan Majors and what all can come of that. Again, this is being uploaded like six days later than when we filmed it. So who knows what comes out with news, uh, positive or negative. Um, but yeah, just just shitty any way you cut it. Thank you for watching our review, though. Uh, solid suggestion this week. We all did enjoy the movie, and I'm sure George did as well, even though he couldn't be here. But thank you, Marcellus, for recommending it. Uh, if you want to be a part of our Patreon, go check out our page. We have plenty of tiers over there. We had a Q&A this week, which is a, a Patreon benefit for any any tier. So go check it out. Go join us over on Patreon to keep helping us make more and more content for you all like this. But with that being said, we hope you enjoy the rest of your day, and we will see you on the next episode of Real Talk.